good early afternoon, late morning. This is Richard Autumn here on uh, what was 2020 podcast, but now it's a new year, 2021. Maybe I'll call it uh, Richard in Action because this is how uh, this is how I move. It's a lot different after brain injury. But I come to you today with the uh, information in my experience of getting my gallbladder recently removed. It's been it's been a little over a month living without it, and it hasn't been as uh, as bad as I thought it would be. Being that I'm back on a um a diet that's a full fully well-rounded diet and. Uh, I haven't found anything so bad in it, in the diet. Experimenting with new uh, recipes that mom has made, man, are really good. Flax meal, that is something new to me, it's really good. But I'll start with the bad from uh, my experience. First thing I noticed was the excess pain next day after the surgery. I thought, wow, this is worse pain than I came in with. Didn't I come in here to fix the pain? I thought, geez, just give me whatever kind of uh, drugs you can give me to stop this darn pain. And they went in with these liposcopic tools to poke around in areas I don't think I've ever had feeling in. So I had soreness in areas of my body I didn't even know were around. And I had some increased anxiety before and after the surgery. I woke up in a recovery room feeling not well recovered at all. I thought, wow, everything in my body hurts worse than when I came in. I need to speak to someone about this. And I was very confused at where I even was. I thought I was in the VA somewhere. Was not. I was at Advent Healthcare Hospital in Daytona. And that was interesting trying to figure that out my mother came to visit and she gave me the skinny on what was going on and we had an airbnb waiting on us and uh once i get discharged that's where i'd be going until this new company that works with me now uh cognolive they're uh working with me and uh they've set me up in a really nice apartment here in lakeland by family but i digress No longer eating the foods that I enjoyed on a regular basis was something I thought I lost, but uh, it's not as bad as I think, or as I thought. The good is no more long-term pain involved in the type of pain that I couldn't breathe through. That's what sent me to the ER to get the thing removed not being able to breathe, I thought, um, that's not going to work for me, I'm going to have to do something about this, I thought it was just an uncomfortable bed in the Airbnb, it was not, it was a gallbladder overflowing with stones, in so much that a few stones were in the bile duct, which apparently can't be, um, cut into via the laparoscopic tools, they had to go in later and, uh, go down my, uh, esophagus with, uh, some other kind of tool to do an ERCP and remove those uh, stones that were in the uh, bile duct. 
and after I got a endoscopy from this second doctor, Dr. Zachary something the third, and I felt 100% better. I was like, gosh, I, can you guys just discharge me now? That Why didn't we start with the laparoscopy the first time? Or no, from the endoscopy. Why don't we do the endoscopy first off? You know, because one surgeon says one thing and another surgeon proves it another way. It's interesting. Talking with doctors and telling them what's wrong and then listening to doctors as they tell you what's wrong. You're like, no, I just told you otherwise. Why are you trying to convince me it's something else? Because they have the doctoral experience. But it almost felt like it was me against the system. But when I found this doctor that did the endoscopy and he told me, he told the nurses when he came to see me the next day after the endoscopy, that when I told him I'm feeling 100% better, I think you took care of it, doc. And my throat felt all cut up from the first surgery, the cholestectomy, then whatever uh, lubrication or whatever they put on the uh, tubing that has a light on the end and a camera on the end, and some little grabbers to grab the stones out. That healed up. The first, it was like Neosporin or something. They put on my throat and it was much better. That was great. And so now I'm enjoying the, uh, the newfound freedom in uh, not having a gallbladder that's going to give me increased pain I don't have to worry about that kind of pain anymore because that part of my body's not in there and uh, when I got discharged the doctor told the nurses right away this guy is this guy is fine get him out of here before this man gets sick and I thought that's the greatest thing I've ever heard from a doctor when I was in a hospital get this man out of here before he gets sick I was like this guy for president that's great I wish I'd have heard that uh, when I first got the brain injury, but it took about a decade or so for that to get through. So another good thing was uh, I got to spend some quality time with mom at this Airbnb in Ormond Beach called Ormond Breakers. It was a really nice place. The beds were horribly uncomfortable, but the um, the the timeshare kind of apartments or condominiums were really nice. There was this really wonderful uh, pool. It was really nice blue water, real clear and blue. And it was overlooking the beach. So you're looking at the ocean, smelling the ocean breeze. And then in a pool or right by the pool, gosh, it was nice. And then experimenting with these new... Uh, recipes that are better for a person without a gallbladder. It was great. My mother made this cake. I thought it was a cake. She said it was more like bread. It was awesome. So getting to experiment with these new things I can eat. Really a much more fun adventure than I thought. And not really sure exactly what else I should um, talk about. But please, listeners, audience, whoever you are, wherever you might be, please uh, look me up, Richard Ottum, O-T-T-U-M, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter.
Twitter, even HeySpace, and shoot me some uh, inquiries or what you'd like to hear about or my experience with whatever you think I've been through because I've been through, I've been all over and it's been all over me. So with that, I'll leave you with the um, request to check me out on social media and uh, contact me. It's pretty easy to contact me. Find me on uh, Google pretty easy. And I thank you and hope you are blessed with all God's best in all ways, always. Peace. Watching this show, The Witcher, it is crazy. Check out The Witcher on Netflix if you want mind-numbing who knows what it is. Like, a story so hard to follow, only a few people dare to even watch this show. So check out Netflix, The Witcher. The Witcher, like witch hunter, but it's a crazy story. You can Google it, it's on Netflix. Super free, haven't seen one commercial yet. Check it out. So, good evening. This is Richard Autumn. R-I-C-H-A-R-D space O-T-T-U-N. It's Oscar Tango Tango Uniform Mike. You can Google me or not. But just know that you're listening to this right now. And it's... It's, it's Vibrations coming out of my mouth, manipulated by my tongue, and all that is a product of the electricity flowing through my nervous system from my heart, then uh, sent up through the spinal cord, through the hippocampus, where it picks up its chemicals, and then becomes an electrochemical signal moving throughout the neural neurokinetic highways in my brain connecting lobe to lobe firing light signals electrochemical light signals across the synaptic gap in between which neurons are not myelinated and it flows a lot faster through the synaptic gaps that are myelinated That's what I got to tell you about tonight. But also, I'm living in a luxury corporate apartment in Lakeside Village town town center apartments. And I'm moving to Winter Haven. I'll be going there tomorrow to direct the people unloading a pod, portal on-demand storage gotta give a shout out to portal on demand storage it's these big white boxes they drop off in front of your house and they give you a key you can load it up then they come and take it to their storage facility then you call them wherever you get to your next destination and they bring it back to you there it's quite an interesting system how they've got it and i was listening to some sort of a song earlier and i swear to god It sounded because I have complete deafness in the right ear and turn on it's real bad in the left ear. I think I hear things or the way I 
think what I just heard sounded. Usually not how it was displayed. I just thought that's what it said. And I don't usually have the frontal lobe capability to hold back saying what I just think he said. So I was listening to a rap song of some sort earlier. I don't know who it was. A little something. Maybe huge, huge something else. Not quite sure the name or the song title. But I swear to God, it sounded like a guy said, oh, excuse me, I'm tired of this evening. Living life with the right hemisphere of your brain gone is a lot more tiresome than I ever thought it would be when I had both my lobes, both hemispheres going on with the prefrontal cortex working good. That's not the way it is now. So I'm off in tangential land. I'm gonna try to make a U-turn down here on uh, back here on the uh, cul-de-sac of Tangent Way and uh, Lost Yourself Circle. I don't even know where I was talking about, what I was talking about, where I'm at. I'm going to add a flag for the first time I catch myself at the tangent. And it says flag added. Thanks, Anchor. Anchor Podcast really does an awesome job. If you haven't downloaded the Anchor Podcast app, you should. Because I'm thinking you'd have to have Anchor Podcast to be listening to this right now. I'm going to put another flag for Anchor. I'm tired. Anchor Podcast. Anchor Podcast. Anchor Podcast. Anchor Podcast. So with that, I'm going to post this video to a Facebook group I call Inquiring Minds. And I'll post the link to the Anchor app so that you and yours can enjoy Anchor app as much as I do. And if you're ever in a rap song, make sure to reference anything you're talking about in the rap song. That you've laid more shells on the ground. That you've laid enough shells on the ground to make the Easter Bunny proud. I mean, that's that's like that's like really classy kind of stuff, though. That's the kind of stuff that like wins people's souls and dedications, or at least to like and subscribe. But with these crazy tales, well, we'll have more for you next time. Richard Autumn. Signing out. Peace. This episode is for Cat Coconado. Cat Coconado, if you're listening, you were messaging me on Facebook Messenger. Message me back that you actually got this. So I'm trying to see how quickly this Anchor Podcast app works it seems to be awesome i can add a sponsored section maybe if i get you know enough listeners it'll be monetized i can put it on i could publish it to spotify which is how j cole got famous so like it's pretty legit cat coconut i i value your uh your bravery to uh say hey this is me and not everybody thinks i'm perfect in their mind that's whatever to them their thoughts are their thoughts not my monkeys not my zoo and it's pretty empowering for me you give me that extra little boost of confidence like dude nobody's nobody's everybody's idea perfect so everybody's got their own idea perfect and like 
I'm kind of running long here. It's a minute and five seconds, six seconds, seven seconds, eight seconds. It's even got this cool little um, timer on it. So I, oh, let me add a flag for the first time I ever noticed that uh, you can add flags. So you can go through those. I'm going to put a flag every time I say cat coconado. Cat coconado, cat coconado, cat coconado, cat coconado, cat coconado. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Cat coconado. is awesome cat coconado is awesome awesome is cat cat coconado sorry i almost messed up your name but cat coconado is awesome i'm gonna put a flag every time i say your name cat coconado 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 you're awesome thank you cat coconado Andrea Asaf, Art to Action. Both really good. Art to Action is like Andrea's baby. And it's grown to be awesome. More awesome than I even knew it when we were doing a Veterans Art and Crafts at uh, USF. Andrea Asaf, thank you very much for your ongoing support and uh, encouragement. And check out Anchor Podcast app. I'm going to send you this episode and a link to the Anchor Podcast app. Anchor Podcast, Anchor Podcast, Anchor Podcast. Andre Asaf, I look forward to seeing you this Sunday. And keep keep being awesome because, yeah, you, you are. You know what's up. Bye. Heather Futch, this is an episode just for you. Heather Futch, Heather Futch, Heather Futch, Heather Futch. I'm going to text this episode to you, and uh, I could also invite you to an episode. Text me back if that's cool with you, or if you just want to listen to my muttering. But it would be cool to have an external frontal lobe on this Anchor Podcast app. Peace, love, wisdom, love, happiness, prosperity. Wisdom, knowledge, intelligence, and love to you and yours, and always, always, peace. Piano. Just noodling around on the keyboard.
Good evening. It's Richard Autumn. I gotta be honest with you. I'm sitting in a new room. This is a room. They say it's for living. So, like, I'm kind of living the highlight. I'm in a recliner right now. Looking at a Roku TV. I don't know the size. It's about the same size width as the cabinet that it's on. And I got a bunch of DVDs. If you could see all these DVDs, I got all kinds of crazy DVDs. I can't even tell you how many DVDs it is. There's one, two, three, four stacks vertical on top of like one huge stack sideways on the second shelf, middle shelf of this cabinet. If that's another uh, visual for you. See, I'm doing a little bit of picture comedy nowadays, and it sucks. Because picture comedy is where the audience has to picture what it, you know, piece the pictures together before it kicks in. If you don't have to put the pictures together, it's more funny every time. See? You just kind of laugh at that. It's way funnier if you don't have to piece it and picture it together. So, I need some, uh, I need some help with this podcast. I need some guests. So, I'm going to be, uh, publishing invites to join me on this podcast to anyone and everyone that follows me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Who hasn't come up with something, uh, like Instadam and just, like, everybody post mistakes on, like, Instadam. That was a horrible fail. I can't believe I backed up into that house. Instadam. Somebody's got to do it. Maybe I'll do it. Yeah, that's the first thing I'm going to do when I get done with this podcast. I'm adding a flag in for the first time uh, I thought about self-reflection during a podcast. Have an awesome night. Thank you. Good night. Peace, love, light, wisdom, strength, happiness, health, well-being, prosperity. To you and yours in all ways, always. Peace. Hey, Sharika Keys. Sharika, Sharika Keys. Sharika Key. Sharika, there's no S on that. Sharika Key. C-Moss Moss, yeah. C-Moss Mama, C-Moss Mama, yeah. Sharika Key. Sharika Key, Sharika Key. This is an episode that I could have invited you to, but I didn't. So I want to put your business out there like that. Bye. Alright, hello. Welcome to another episode of Rambling Richard. This is what I do. I ramble, I talk. Today I've had some help from my, uh, music therapist during a CSS session, which is Community Structured Supports. But she can't come out to the community I'm a part of because, you know, COVID-19, we can blame everything on it. But she helped me do a few notes for today's topic. What I'm talking about today is that I regret nothing, and it's my college experience. My college experience and that I regret nothing And whilst at college, I noticed at a community college that no matter what I wanted to do, there were prerequisites. I studied liberal arts with plans to switch to something different later.
juggling the money needed for tuition and the time you need to work to pay for the tuition was difficult. To become a doctor or have a high earning occupation starting out a community college is an uphill battle. I joined the army instead of struggling in the community college. I joined the army because they offered to pay tuition for school in exchange for my time in the military. And I figured I'd probably be better off fighting in the military than fighting the uphill battle of struggling to pay for college tuition while I'm there, wasting the time I need to work enough to pay for being there. It's a bit of a bass-ackward system. So my experience of going to school, going to college, I didn't get the uh, all the cool uh, full-ride scholarships from high school. I did a dual enrollment program to where I could graduate high school with a two-year associates but it wasn't from a really accredited school it was from the community college up the road yeah it's always up a road so I knew it was up an uphill battle being that it was right up the road because I come from a little podunk town called Lake Wales Florida just spelling it is weird and you look at all the lakes you're thinking a whale must be really small to be in these lakes That one looks dry like I could walk across it. There's no whales in that lake. But I failed math once I got on base. Once I was stationed at Fort Lee, Virginia, I started asking around about college. I says, you know, hey, Sarge, uh, about this college thing, the recruiter told me they'd pay for college while I'm active duty, and then once I get discharged, they'd pay for college again. That's one of the many reasons I signed up. They said, okay, we're going to send you to the schoolhouse. So they sent me to the schoolhouse. I greet some guy there. He says, hey, what's up? What are you doing? I said, uh, I was told to come over here by First Sergeant so-and-so. He said, oh, First Sergeant so-and-so? Man, he used to be my First Sergeant. I was like, yeah, that's a uh, small world. Small base. Small world, big base. But I... Again, with the uh, try for prerequisites, I thought if I do the prerequisites while I'm in uh, the active duty world, then when I get out, I could just go to uh, a university and make the best out of that. Maybe I end up being a doctor or something. Maybe I could be an audiologist because I used to like audio engineering and preparing music to uh, be mass distributed amongst the masses. I was like pre-editing. The money was good on pre-editing, but uh, the high demand made it pretty stressful. When I have to get, you know, like a week's worth of editing done in one day or two days, it was just a bit much, a little too pressurized for me. And that's why I did the army instead of the, instead of the usual community college. I wanted to go to, not Harvard, but uh, not Stanford either, because those are like definitely doctor schools. I wanted to go to MIT. Those are more of the magnets, uh, 
math, magnets, and miracle uh, kind of college. MIT was my preferred college, so I thought. And I looked into the tuition there and I said, nope, no way. And the army won't pay for that. So then what was the dream I was sold by the recruiter? So I go to the on-base college, talk to this guy, I forgot his name. It's been a long time. That was 2007. It's 2022 now. I can't even calculate how many years that's been. That's why I failed math. Plus, it's a very frontal lobe, uh, frontal lobe powered uh, skill, mathematics, mental math. And uh, my frontal lobe has been hijacked by a brain injury due to the blunt trauma of being struck by a 99 Dodge Ram. Whilst I was home on leave trying to figure out how am I going to put this college thing together. It's been a it's been a mystery. It's been a disaster piece since I first started. I haven't even got the the edges of the puzzle put together yet to fill in all these other pieces. I was thinking about going to Full Sail years ago. So expensive to go there, and you got to be very uh, you got to have very good um, tact and timing etiquette. You can't be a millisecond late for some of the classes there. Or they'll just fail you right off top. So, as much as I like multimedia, audio design, video design, all that good stuff. I don't want to go to the college that teaches that sort of thing. Just because it's the tuition battle is so ridiculous. And then where am I going to stay? There's no uh, on, there's no on property, on campus uh, housing. That sounds like it'd be a good idea. Get boxable to do on campus housing in their big parking lots. They got big student parking lots. Just turn the student parking lot into a boxable community of people going to school. To me, that's genius. Maybe not everybody's thinking that way. Of course, it's got something to do with the single home zoning. But I did not wish to uh, march uphill in the educational struggle. So I did the uh, marching forever in the army. I thought it'd be better for me to get shot in the army than uh, than to go bankrupt trying to go to school. So I did the army thing. And uh, didn't finish awesomely in the army uh, college. Is the college, Fort Lee, Virginia, is a very schoolhouse-based duty station. So I went to a very uh, specialized, esoteric college schoolhouse for people that wanted to do college while they're active duty in their so-called off time. While it's active duty, there really isn't a whole lot of off time. Nighttime for an hour or two at best. From like 11 p.m. to 3.45. From like 11 p.m. to oh dark 30. That's the kind of sleep you get. A couple hours at best. And I still have struggle sleeping because of the tra- traumatic brain injury I got uh, I acquired in 2009. You can check out on YouTube... 
search on YouTube for Foggy Times of Richard. And that's me in a coma for 17 days in Lakeland Regional Hospital. Then I got uh, ambulanced over to, uh, I got transported some way, still in a coma, over to the Tampa VA, where I woke up in a room and people were speaking Spanish and Portuguese. And I thought I was in Guantanamo Bay, but I wasn't. I was at the Tampa VA, and it took a while for that to set in as a reality. So I still thought I was at Fort Lee, Virginia, looking out my window at uh, Highway 36 or State Road 36, right outside the base. But I was not. I was looking at Fowler in Tampa. So confused. But still the, uh, still the school thing evades me. I went back to what is now Polk State College. When I first went there in 2004, it was Polk Community College. Now it's upgraded slightly to Polk State College because they got uh, statewide funding instead of just county funding. And when it was county funded, it was really, really more relaxed. They just didn't want you smoking weed in the parking lot. There wasn't any bell to make sure that I moved to the next class. Sometimes the uh, professors would help me know what time it is to, to move to the other classes. That was pretty helpful and nice. But uh, So I've never been so good at college. And I also wasn't the greatest soldier either. And I tried with a traumatic brain injury I've acquired to go back to school to the same school it's now Polk State College none of the same people were there that was a good thing because I needed a refresher anyways but I went there again for uh, for liberal arts because I I want to at least nail down the prerequisites before I die not like death is seeking me closely it's just you never know. Might wake up tomorrow 400 years old. That's not a thing. I'm no Benjamin Buns. But the school, the school hustle is quite a deal. For somebody to be a, for somebody to be a doctor, or qualified and uh, categorized as a doctor, and people trust their white lab coat as that person is a doctor. I can get a white lab coat today. I can Amazon Prime it here by tonight. If you pay Jeff Bezos and his company enough, they get stuff to you the same day. But I don't know how how serious I'd be taken as a doctor. I might just go in or run the place into the ground, but still, I didn't say where. I just said I could run the place. Whether I run it up to sky high or run it into the ground, that's up to uh, who's following. And that's scary knowing that uh, there are actually people following me. According to uh, social media, I think I would notice 130 people following me. That's how many subscribers I have on YouTube. So they're not like really following me. They're not even clicking like and subscribe. They click subscribe once. Not a whole lot of likes on my social blade. So that's what I get for uh, not attending to a college uh studies 
in uh, in college and then going to the army. That was a further distraction from the college. Then getting my neurological uh, mishap, me acquired brain injury while I'm home on leave trying to figure out the college thing. Now I can't flex my mental power to get into MIT or uh, squeeze into, I don't know, uh, UF or FSU. I could never go to um, University of Florida. My sister went to Florida State University, FSU. So the Seminole Gator uh, battle still rages on. My sister would be so uh, distraught if I went to University of Florida. Her little brother, a gator, I might be beheaded publicly for such thing. I'm kidding, my sister wouldn't behead me. She might slap me in a, in a uh, Outback Steakhouse or who knows where. Publicly though, for sure. She is not scared. So, the college experience. If you think you're ready to go to college and uh, devote your life to uh, getting a higher education, make sure you didn't pay so much attention in high school to the wrong thing. High school is just a better built cell block to keep your mind in chain by the algebraic equations that run America binaurally, which is through the FM frequencies played in your car. It puts a frequency in the left ear and a different frequency in the right ear. You never heard of a car being advertised with a mono stereo system. Of course not, because that wouldn't drive you to certain places, Burger King or McDonald's or Taco Smell or Pizza Nut. It's a place where pizza covered with legumes. Oh, Pizza Nut, that sounds ridiculous. So I'm way off topic down here in Tangent Land, and I'll leave you with this. School versus military. That's an interesting juggle if you go for it. But uh, have fun with life. Enjoy the ride. And for now, tune in next time for another episode of Rambling Richard. This one was semi-organized. Look out for uh, for the next episode. I don't know. Maybe email me or uh, leave me a leave me a comment on my YouTube channel or what what you'd like to hear more of. I don't know all the government secrets that uh, everybody wants to know. That's what the Secret Service is designed to protect. And I didn't even have a top secret security clearance. Just minimal, basic stuff. So I can't expose all the crazy stuff I learned. Because I didn't even get to the good meaty stuff. I wasn't working at the Pentagon. So until next time, I bid you adieu. Ciao. Click.